I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from a Hairy Head, the podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 141 of Thoughts from a Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about Julian Assange and the law. Well, this episode of Thoughts from a Hairy Head is brought to you by Kentucky Pollen. Yes, I am suffering from the ravages of spring allergies here in the lovely bluegrass state, so I apologize if my voice cracks or makes other weird noises. But hey, it is what it is, right? Anyway, today I'm going to talk about probably what a lot of people are talking about right now, and that is the arrest yesterday of Julian Assange, the founder of the WikiLeaks website. Uh, he was drug out of the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Uh, basically, the Brits arrested him so that they can eventually turn him over to the United States government because the United States government wants to prosecute him. Uh, he's being charged with uh, basically espionage, hacking, uh, is the headline on the indictment. But the actual charges, in my opinion, are really pretty thin. In essence, what they're prosecuting him for is being a journalist and exposing the duplicity of the U.S. government. Glenn Greenwald over at The Intercept has done fantastic reporting on this. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs from a report from The Intercept, and I'll link to that over on the show notes page. Uh, Greenwald writes, A key fact being widely misreported is that the indictment accuses Assange of trying to help Manning obtain access to document databases to which she had no valid access, i.e. hacking, rather than journalism. Rather, it simply accuses Assange of trying to help Manning log into the Defense Department's computers using a different username so that she could maintain her anonymity while downloading documents in the public interest and then furnish them to WikiLeaks to publish. In other words, the indictment seeks to criminalize what journalists are not only permitted but ethically required to do to take steps to help their sources maintain their anonymity. As longtime massage lawyer Barry Pollack put it, the factual allegations boil down to encouraging a source to provide him information and taking efforts to protect the identity of that source. Journalists around the world should be deeply troubled by these unprecedented criminal charges. So, yeah, we've got uh, Assange now, and he is definitely going to be prosecuted if he ever makes it to that point. 
I hate to say this, but I feel like a lot of people do. He'll probably never make it to trial. He's not in good health, and uh, you have to wonder uh, if he's going to survive this ordeal. Now, predictably, the uh, establishment, people on both the left and the right, are cheerleading all of this. Of course, the lefties hate WikiLeaks because they exposed uh, things about the Clinton campaign, Hillary, that is. And uh, the right-wingers hate WikiLeaks because, oh my gosh, he exposed bad things about the beloved military. Um, so there's pretty much universal cheering. And it's amazing because the argument that I see over and over again is, uh, well, he broke the law. You know, that's the, that's, the, that's the whole excuse. It doesn't matter what was revealed. It doesn't matter whether it was in the public interest. Uh, I think they say that because they know they can't argue on the merits of uh, you know what was revealed, so they they turned to this uh, sad argument that it was the law, and and I have absolutely zero sympathy for this notion because uh, morality goes far beyond the law. In fact, a lot of times the law is immoral, and the moral thing to do is to break the law, and I think that is the case here. I mean, just think about it in broader terms. Uh, you know, if, if you really believe that the law is sacrosanct, then that means you have to condemn somebody like Harriet Tubman who helped slaves escape slavery because that was against the law. It was against federal law. So, you know, these same people, I guess, uh, if uh, Harriet Tubman had been arrested, would be cheering, oh, it's great that she helped the slaves, but, you know, she broke the law, so what a rotten jail, you know. That's the kind of mentality that you get from these people. Now, I want to just go over real quick some of the things that Chelsea Manning revealed because I think this is extremely important. I don't think a lot of people realize what exactly WikiLeaks uh, and Manning revealed to us about our government. I'm just going to run through a few of these things. Number one, there was an official policy to ignore torture in Iraq. Now, I'm not just talking about waterboarding. The Iraq war logs, which were published by WikiLeaks, revealed that thousands of reports of prisoner abuse and torture had been filed against Iraqi security forces. There were reports of prisoners, prisoners being whipped with heavy cables across their feet, hung from ceiling hooks, having holes bored into their legs with electric drills, being urinated upon, and sexually assaulted. These same documents also revealed that there was an order, an official order implemented in 2004 by the U.S. government not to investigate allegations of abuse against the Iraqi government. This is the new Iraqi government, not the one that America went to get rid of so that we could have freedom in Iraq. This is the new Iraqi government. Number two, Manning's documents revealed Guantanamo prison held mostly innocent people and low-level operatives. Now, keep in mind, these people were held with exactly zero due process. The documents revealed that the U.S. kept death counts in Iraq, this despite official assertions that there were no death counts, both by the Bush and Obama administrations. Now, in case you're wondering, between 2004 and 2009, the U.S. government counted a total of 109,000 deaths in Iraq, with 66,081 classified as non-combatants. Uh, translated, that means women, innocent civilians, 
and children. Oh, and through Manning's leaks, we learned that the U.S. military withheld information about the indiscriminate killing of Reuters journalists and innocent Iraqi civilians. We learned known Egyptian torturers received training from the FBI in Quantico, Virginia. There's more. I'm going to link to an article in the show notes page that actually outlines all of the things that we learned. Thank you, Chelsea Manning. Thank you, Julian Assange and, uh, Assange and WikiLeaks. So this idea that Assange should be prosecuted and we should cheer his prosecution because he broke the law is absolutely absurd. These things needed to be revealed. We are better off for them having been revealed. And if you really believe in the rule of law, then you should be cheering what these whistleblowers did because they have revealed things that the government kept secret. Things that violate the Constitution, which is, after all, the highest law in the land, if we're going to talk about law. But like I said, I think morality trumps law every single time, and I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to Chelsea Manning and to Julian Assange. I want to close out the show, and it's actually going to make this go a little bit long, but I think this is important. I want to read something that my friend Joshua Koch posted on Facebook today. I think he sums things up and does so as eloquently as anybody that I've seen. Uh, and it's interesting because Joshua is a veteran. Um, you know, this isn't some guy that's, uh, you know, some out there left winger who hates America. This is what Joshua wrote. Julian Assange will spend the rest of his life being slowly picked apart by governments destroyed by corporate media collaborators, and then erased from the public memory by whispermongers. His life's work was the high-water mark of public truth in our time, the most honest anyone has ever been with us about the rotten institutions and shadowy figures that demand our funding, groveling obedience, and respect. We weren't ready for the truth, and so real investigative journalism will cease. What were Assange's real crimes? making Bush, Clinton, and Obama look like the monsters they were, exposing the manipulative chess match of intrigues that are NATO and the UN, revealing the fact that the NSA and CIA jeopardized our credit, medical, and identity security by bribing and forcing vendors to inject backdoors into the codes and ciphers we trusted to keep our most private information safe for decades, exposing the fact that social media companies allow democratic governments that recognize the freedom of privacy to track you in real time and profile your every quirk, move, and habit using software, hardware, and services you purchase. Assange must be obliterated and destroyed because he told us the ugly truth that we all suspected but couldn't prove. He bet on the free peoples of the world that we would rise up and demand privacy and decentralized information powers. He bet on the wrong team. We are comfortable, scared, detached, and disenfranchised, taxed and indebted into numbness, and just comfortable enough to remain in this sparkling digital carnival of lies. Assange must be expunged from the collective consciousness so that we can forget the truth and go back to our comforting lies without interruption, lingering under the warm, ignorant blankets of, I'm not quite sure what that was all about, but it made me uncomfortable, and no one is above the law. 
This is how the powerful liars defeat weak and naked truth with the bemused consent of the masses, much as they have since the dawn of civilization. We always learn our lessons too late, only after we let villains burn our heroes at the stake, erase their words, and extinguish their memories. Then, when it's too late to provide meaningful relief or justice, we console ourselves with statues and memorials and brave speeches about what we would have done if we were there. What a fool is man, and such has he always been. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from a Hairy Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor, spread the word. Feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10th You can subscribe to the podcast over at iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.